Welcome back to Humans of Purpose, the weekly podcast featuring conversations with local purpose-driven leaders, leaders creating social impact through their work and fostering in a new era of social progress. We want you to listen, connect, and grow with us. Learn more at humansofpurpose.com. As promised, welcome to our bonus edition of Humans of Purpose. I'm here with the occasional co-host and wife, Louise Segan. Welcome. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's an absolute pleasure. I couldn't really avoid it. You're sitting next to me in our hotel room. so At least my voice is uh, returned after the last um, cameo. And what a fun cameo it was. So I thought uh, the summary of what this episode will be, the Christmas bonus, is just a quick rundown on the year's programming and how you saw our year of podcasts, what, what were your favorite and most downloaded podcasts of the year, because I thought that might be interesting. And we're also going to share our own top podcasts of the year. And, see um, if they're the same or different. See if they're the same or different. And uh, then we'll sort of end by giving you a quick update. We are on the beautiful Easter Island coastline, so we'll tell you a bit about what our travels have been like and some uh, some cliff notes from that. Mike, most people probably don't know where that is. Can you explain to the listeners where we are at the moment? Sounds like a plant question to me. <laughs> uh, so we are somewhere in the middle of the Pacific Ocean, about a three and a half hours flight from Santiago, Chile, which was just beautiful. Uh, it's one of the re- most remote places places in the world. It's uh, stunning. The Rapa Nui people are the local mm-hmm. inhabitants of Polynesian background. It's a little bit concerning to me that we're in a different time zone and yet uh Google Apps and Apple phone doesn't seem to know where we are. So yes, we're basically unlocatable uh, via Google and uh, Apple interfaces. Remote, there's no television scant internet so you've been struggling times, you've been struggling times. with a poor well, it's wi-fi hard to stream netflix from here yeah it's really first world <laughs> problems are central so anyway our top five five podcasts as voted by you or as downloaded by you were number one joe gleason um of world vision and no surprises there that's ep 134 tremendous uh episode with joe where she told a very raw and emotional story and um I think his storytelling skills and that were just incredible. Do you think, mm. Lou? Yeah, I think it was a really interesting podcast. I'm not surprised that it won the fan favourite. Fan favourite, most downloaded. Uh, in second place, Joe Barraquette uh, from the Centre for Social Impact. And I think that's also not surprising on a different note. Some really interesting um, talk there, uh, conceptual, academic. Her field of study is fascinating and probably got a big audience chunk who are in that social impact space. So um, that was impressive there too. I'm I'm really impressed at the number of female interviewees this year and Humans of Purpose, and, and it's really nice to see so many females represented in the favourites of this year. It's what the people want, babe. It's all <laughs> uh, it's clearly as voted by the people. So in third place, um, Steph Bendixson, who is just terrific. We recorded that in Sydney, um, where, where Steph is based. She's actually in the Blue Mountains, but she was down in the hub Sydney studio for that. And Steph's had an amazing background as a, as a journalist, um, and as a, as, as a TV uh, personality and in gaming as well, and um, somebody who really uh, has an incredible s- uh, screen presence. So she's Ep uh, 128, and if I forgot to say, Joe Barraquette's 139. Uh, Kathy Scalzo is the next one. Kathy probably is, will be a bit surprised to hear this, but she was um, really well loved uh, by the audience, and it's not surprising to me. She was really articulate, and her background in philanthropy was just quite uh, really interesting to hear about her approach to business, law, philanthropy. Was that your take? Yeah, I think it was a nice balance, and it's interesting to hear her different um, experience, both in sort of more corporate setting and then in the philanthropy, not-for-profit um, sector. 
Good call. And then we had Lucinda Hartley, who's a listener of the show, and um, Kathy was as well, by the way. Did you know that? The both I didn't know. Listeners to the show, yeah, so. I don't seem to get this sort of feedback that you get, so it's pretty interesting. Well, you're, if you became more of a permanent host <laughs> rather than occasional co-host. I'm waiting for the call-up. The, call, the call-up's been there for a while, so I will have to make that official in 2020. We just got a message saying our dog got a Santa present, so that's pretty cute. Shout-out to Joe from uh, from work. Thank you, Joe. <laughs> uh, so, Lucinda, um, incredible podcast. and I mean, her background, whether Future's with place-based technology and um, some of the fascinating city building work that she's doing is great to hear about. So that's F114 and Kathy is 137. And coming in, scraping into fifth place with a tremendous effort is Ben Vasilio, who I thought is just um, a terrific performer too. Ben's a really young guy who's a CEO of Youth Projects and just absolutely dominating in that youth space. And his work with the homelessness, uh, in, with, with people experiencing homelessness is really uh, groundbreaking too. And I think he's a, been a real role model and inspiration for me. And he's at EP 140. Well, I'm not so quietly um, pleased with that result, uh, given that Ben's in my top five, then I'll talk more about that in a bit. Why don't you go now? That's a good oh, time. Okay, great. Yeah. So I, um, in no particular order, but Ben was certainly an impressive interview for me, um, partly because um, I'm very impressed with the work that he's done uh, in contributing to the um, improving the situation of homelessness and also the um, raw story that he shared about his experiences and how it uh, intersects with the work that he now does. So it was really inspiring to hear where he's come from and how much he's achieved in a short time. Um, I also really enjoyed the podcast by Will Berrison. Um, I just felt his presence and demeanour was very um, uh, enjoyable to listen to. So that was a, a a very interesting one for me. Um, Sally Hines was probably, if I have to be a bit biased, that was my favourite episode. Um, Is that because you co-hosted Partly it? because I co-hosted but actually Sally was super impressive to me. Like so, as a woman who's, you know, fairly ambitious, I a lot of what she said resonated with me and the fact that she started from, you know, um, the ground up. She said she worked in office works and was told she would never sort of progress beyond that and then she's now this, you know, um, uh, COO, COO sorry, big issue. of the, the big issue and yep. and the other project that she's um, starting as well is just so impressive homes to for me. Homes, yeah, the homes yep. for homes. Yeah, uh, I just felt like everything that she explained with her life and how she's got to this point is so impressive, and she just has so much drive. But more than that, she's also very personable and is and you know approachable with all of her stuff, and you know is she says that she greets. Um, members of the public who are involved with the big issue on the street that she sees in the city every day. So I think that's just really impressive to So that's Sally Hines at 135. So that's you. you've got three. So what are your last two? Um, I really enjoy uh, – I'm being a little bit um, anti-feminist now because I've got another uh, male favourite, which is Lyndon Galea. And I'm I don't, probably, I'd hardly call that anti-feminist. It's one well, man. It's only one guy. And ben that's and two, Will, that's two out of about ten. Oh, okay. Look, it's reverse discrimination going on here. The reason I like Lyndon's is um, more so, – I guess for personal reasons, I've met Lyndon a f- number of times – and it's really nice to see you're building a bit of a friendship with him as well. But I just think the work that he does with children and um, the fact that he's now starting to have a bit more of a presence at of, uh, local events is really um, very special. And I really wish him all the best in his ventures. So he's a good guy. I think you. Um, it's a bit of a friendship. I'd say it's it's more of a man crush. Like man we, crush by you. We've been hanging out a yeah. bit. It's been nice, but um, yeah. I'm not betting too much hope on it. You know, see how it goes. Play yeah. it slow. And um, a quick shout out to Lyndon, who's getting married actually over the new year. So that's Lyndon. Congrats from us. So that rounds out your top five. I think we only had a couple of differences in our lists. 
Um, the two differences that we had were, oh no, we had three differences. We had, for me, Clay, Kate Glazebrook at 141 was tremendous. And that's because of, I love the behavioral insight stuff. I it's liked always, Kate as well. I think she was the fifth, but I didn't have a chance to mention it. But yeah, that's fine. You can't have all I'll of them. I agree babe. with you on that. You one. can't have a 144 <laughs> as your favorite. So Kate was, uh, yeah, just a real, um, intellectual, but so clear, well spoken and working in the practical side of diversity. So that was fascinating for me. I had Stephen Spur at Ep120, and I think just hearing him talk about trust and the trust deficit that we have in the country was quite interesting across the sectors. Being on the cutting edge of the research there was really good to hear his insights and also a very articulate man. Also English accent, which is very pleasant on the ears. <laughs> uh, much enjoyed. So that's EP 120. EP 116, uh, 116 was with Beck Scott. Uh, and how could you go past Beck Scott of Street? Been a long time, uh, mentor and mentor to a lot of our a community, I would say, and our role model and what she's doing with the social enterprise there and, um, really providing great coffee and helping people in the process is mm. tremendous. And she speaks with real passion on that too. Probably partly to do with the fact that you're coffee obsessed. Well, you are too. Yeah, that's true. We're both coffee. We had obsessed. a really good coffee today in Easter Island, which is surprising. Yeah, so it was surprising. It's excellent coffee in Easter Island. Excellent filter coffee, and it's apparently from Italy, so you know yeah, it's good. It's from Italy. Yeah, yeah, just in case you're curious. So um, a quick rundown once again. Top five as voted by you. Joe Gleeson, 134. Joe Barraquette, Ep 139. Steph Bendixson, uh, Ep, Ep 128. Kathy Scalzo, Ep 137. Lucinda, Ep 114. And Ben Vasilio, Ep 140. So those are our countdowns. Um, and we'll do, we thought we might have a bit of a chat and just share our experience so far in Chile with you and Easter Island. It's been a, a really funny, fun and funny trip so far. Definitely a few bumps in the road, but that's all part of the travel experience. Safe to say we've made a couple of booking mistakes and uh, ordering mistakes. Oh, yes. I think the, was it the first day when I, I don't, we, neither of us speak any Spanish and I tried to order a two <laughs> Coke Zeros and, um, the man kept saying things and I just sort of kept, uh, nodding along and <laughs> saying, yes, yes. Minute, yeah, n- two n- large schooners yeah, so, and two Coke Zeros. Yeah. So Lovely two large beers and two Coke Zeros, um, on the way. So that was so one. They clearly don't know me very well because I don't really drink much beer. Have not had a beer since probably <laughs> 2000. So it's been, a, it's been a while. Yeah. Um, and then there were a couple of accommodation booking fails as well, a team. Were, well, they were probably mostly on my part. So the thing people don't tell you when you um, are booking an overseas holiday to a place that's non-English speaking is that um, some places are not as described or not where they are described they're located. For example, um, Easter Island, uh, we booked accommodation typing in Easter Island, as you would think on booking. I think it was booking.com and book. Hey, hey, no names here. Sorry, sorry. Blew that out. Anyway, um, and we thought that the place we'd booked was on East Island. Lo and behold, we found out when we arrived and we were hiring a car that, in fact, the place that we thought was this beautiful hotel on East Island is actually back in Chile. So it wasn't of much use to us when we arrived. And so not only did we have no accommodation, we had a car, no Wi-Fi, no um, internet connection mm. to make a booking. Sorry, not ideal to have a car and no accommodation, and is it? And what's worse is we didn't know where we were. So we had to use this map, which was very undetailed, in streets with no street How long signs. has it been since you've used a map that wasn't Google Maps? Um, I remember the Melways, vaguely, oh, from look a, out. when I was a child. What a throwback. Yeah. But the problem was this was no Melways. didn't have the grid lights, so I need the grid lights. Yeah, you need so the grid lights. So, yeah. so then we drove in, eventually found our way to the centre of town and managed to convince a shop owner to let us use his Wi-Fi for like a Diet Coke, I think. 
We love our Coke. Good deal. Yep. And um, that's Coca-Cola, not cocaine. And oh, important <laughs> clarification. Yeah. Drink responsibly. That's I mean, right. yeah. <laughs> and um, managed to then uh, make a last-minute booking at uh, quite a nice resort, so we're very pleased with the outcome. And so broke. That was, yeah, broke. And then um, part two of that was this morning when um, – I woke up with a bit of jet lag and thought, oh, now that we've had this issue with East Drive, I should really check our Patagonia accommodation because it may be the same issue. Googled um, Google Maps, the place we were supposed to be staying, which is in a completely different national park to the national park we wanted to go to. It's like another 15 hours away and is more north, so closer to Chile, uh, to Santiago, which is where we came from, and realised uh, if Mike wakes up and hears about this, he's going to be pretty annoyed, so I better start troubleshooting. So I spent the next two and a half hours trying to work out alternative strategies, didn't I? You sure did, and you did an amazing job. And uh, now we're back on track, which is the good news. So, yeah, that's how you turn a negative into positive, making lemonade, as it were. Yeah, you had lemons, and now we have the lemonade. Yeah. Safe to say. Yeah, it's a lemonade zero, so that's good. Yeah. Um, so that being said, it's all journey. going a lot better now. And, uh, yeah, just make sure you know where you're booking accommodation <laughs> in the future and um, just be aware that you probably don't know how to speak Spanish if you don't speak if Spanish. If you speak Spanish, it's great. Like, I yeah. think there's lots of people out here but don't in just the audience assume that are going to laugh at us Spanish. and they're going to be like, this is easy, this is like just you should know this stuff. But, yeah, it definitely wasn't easy for us. And the thing is that blogs, I read lots of blogs about Chile and a lot of them don't tell you these things. Like there's all these other little hidden things you don't hear about. For example, has anybody boarded a LATAM flight? Probably, possibly not. <laughs> Um, when we rocked up at the airport, remember they asked us to do this online form so we can enter Easter Island. Yeah, they, they get you to um, – you have to log on to their Wi-Fi by providing all your personal details. Then you have to go to a, a random URL that's extremely long and type all that in. And then you have to try and decipher that site in Spanish because it doesn't like to Yeah, it doesn't like it English. English. And you have to then fill in all these details and then you have to go to a separate station. It's like an immigration You have to pass, email them the form and then you have to get them to print the form off and then you have to bring that with you. But nowhere does to tell you you need to do that before you're already in the line. So then we were boarding or we were trying to board the flight and they said, no, no, you have to have something printed out. And so then that to take us back through security to get this thing printed out at the immigration. So it was all um, a little bit of an interesting journey and especially nobody speaks English. So that was um, very challenging. Thankfully, we had a nice Canadian friend who was in the same boat as us. So I felt there was some solidarity there. Yeah, solidarity. He didn't want to hang out with us, though, it turned um, out. He he, no. he he fake. He suggested that we hang out on Christmas and then never provided his email so or phone number waiting. to Louise. So I so. actually didn't catch his name, but if you're listening out there, we're still keen to hang out tomorrow if you're up for it. Um, I'm not, so you can <laughs> just see Louise. I'm out. That's all right. That's all right. So let's briefly touch on uh, what does the podcast hold for 2020? Do you plan to be around at all? Or? Um, well, uh, the great news, which um, hopefully some people out there know, is that Louise is moving back to Melbourne. Melbourne. The third person uh, reference there, probably unnecessary. <laughs> That's me. Yep. Um, so yeah, I'll be finishing the last part of my training in Melbourne, so moving back home, which is really exciting. And but What does that mean for the podcast? Oh, it means that I can hopefully be at home more often to co-host. <laughs> so you're going to go from That's occasional... That's people want it, you know. We have to see what the feedback Well, the people like. haven't said they don't want it, though, so I suppose that's a good sign. So we'll just take their silences um, endorsement. Fair, okay. fair. Sounds good. So you Not plan to go from occasional co-host to more regular co-host? It'll probably expand my horizons outside the world of medicine and realise there's a lot going on outside my bubble, so I think that's a good thing. Do you think there is much going on outside medicine? I think there's plenty. It's just that, you know, in the... Um, Within the four walls of the hospital, it's easy to forget what's going on in the world. Yep. Um, 
uh, as evidenced earlier this year when I had no idea what was going on in Hong Kong. Yeah. So that was good. You think you're bringing sufficient value to the podcast? Um, not sure yet. Uh, we'll give it more time. I think you're doing great. <laughs> that was a trick, cheeky trick question there. <laughs> so we're excited to uh, bring you next year's season with the occasional co-host here there more often. And what else are you thinking sort of shape and trends-wise for the podcast next um, year? Well, you know, I'm always pushing the um, agenda of uh, topics of interest so you know i'm quite interested to see a couple more um medical people on the podcast just because i feel there's lots of people doing interesting things not necessarily medicine related but just interesting things and they happen to be in medicine i think it's quite um interesting that we you know a lot of people don't realize because they think oh doctors are very busy but in fact a lot of them are doing things Side outside projects research yeah. innovation yeah. i think um some feedback we got as well from the survey was more youth and more yeah. older people so i think so we've had a lot mix. of that sort of uh 35 to 50 well, kind we can't of range talk about ages here why not because you know some people self uh, a bit self-conscious yeah, but I'm just saying that it's tended to be the case that the people, the type of people we have on the show are within a certain age range and we should probably go for a bit more uh, diversity and sounds... to have that desire to have uh, some uh, more voices. You're going to have to make some more friends then. Well, I don't I don't know about that. I'll definitely reach out a bit more. Yeah, I um, reckon we should definitely interview your mum. So th- there's a couple of other ideas here. One is that I go a bit more personal and talk to people who are my already my friends or my family and sort of bring them in. I should um, clarify the reason I suggested Mike's mum is that um, she's a county court judge and she's impressive in her own right. So I think, and she's very got a very nice mannerism about her. So I think that um, she would bring a lot to um, you know different context to what you've been doing so far. So there's possibly that and can do some family and friends and and uh, bring in the circle a little bit, make it a bit more giving to you of my own life. Um, or there's just, you know, keep it pretty, do a nice mix of the public figures and those who are doing amazing things and unearthing some new superstars as well who are really um, pulling a lot of weight but maybe not getting the recognition they deserve. Mm. That's kind of our thing here at Humans of Purpose, are kind of picking the, um, the, the, the ones who are kicking the goals but not necessarily the most heralded um, publicly. That's kind of what we tend to be into introvert style. So probably a bit of a mix. I'm um, actually keen to hear what you guys are liking though, what sort of people you want to hear from. Are there people that you know that you think are inspiring? We're really keen to tap into the area of like people that are doing things that we may not already know about. 100%. So you can email always at hello at humansofpurpose.com. And uh, I think the other thing is just time-wise, you might notice if you've been listening recently that our episodes are now much closer to that 45-minute mark. I think that's a trend that I'm seeing emerging, that that's a sweet spot for your commutes and a good amount of time to knock off a podcast in. So while some will go for that 55-minute, one-hour kind of space, um, I'll be aiming to keep them a little bit shorter and tighter too. It's been perfect for my commutes to Geelong. Good. I'm glad. Right. Even though you won't be doing that anymore, you're still happy That's for that true. to remain Well, it'll probably still take me 45 minutes to get to the hospitals in the city, so yeah, yeah, well, sunshine. Well said. I think <laughs> so. That's a more ideal um, commute time. And also, as always, uh, if you do want to support the podcast as we do go into a new year, which I'm really excited for, um, head to patreon.com slash humans of purpose or just humans of purpose.com and the support page there. And um, we'd love to have your support. Um, for a very affordable $4 coffee a month nominal fee and you can get on board and receive some great merch and be part of the the 2020 edition of Humans of Purpose as a named supporter. Sounds good. Now, can I just shout out to the audience that we are safe? I know a lot of people back home think the um, 
uh, riots in uh, Santiago oh, are yeah, very dangerous. Yeah. We shouldn't mention the manifestations. Oh, yeah, we definitely need to comment on that. So what's actually happening down on the ground in Santiago is not sort of nearly as bad as what is um, depicted in the media. It's been quite... Very tame. Uh, we haven't really experienced anything so far, but what's very funny is that the tour guides refer to the rioting as manifestations, which we thought was very amusing. Yeah, there's, there's some great translational uh, words here that you've got to enjoy and uh, have enjoyed saying very much. What are your favourites, Mike? What are, I've just it's approbado? Uh, approbado. It's approval when yeah, you pay is, is saving your credit card. That's Mike's favourite oh, yeah, no, word because it means um, the credit card hasn't been rejected yet. Okay, thanks, wife. Credit card's a bit tired though. Permiso is, is like <laughs> That's a your second permission. Favorite, so, sure. am I permitted? I really enjoy saying that. I've underutilised that word. You have. Yeah. What else have you got? Um, fumar is smoking. Fumar is smoking. Fumar is so uh, no smoking. Fumar, no fumar. So no fuming, which yep. is smoking. Don't fume. Got any others? Um, there was uh, velocity with speed. Ah, oh, yes. <laughs> they've they've <laughs> gone very funny. into the physics, what I want. Speed is velocity, velocité, yeah. which is quite cute. And then the other words is pretty much Mike just putting on a Spanish-sounding accent but using English words, and he seems Correct. to somehow get by. Anyway. Correct. I get large beers often by mistake, but otherwise <laughs> all going well. So we hope you're uh, safe and well wherever you are and having a wonderful Christmas and uh, a break and uh, Hanukkah and whatever celebrations you're celebrating, New Year's Eve, um, uh, what other festivus uh, for the rest of us? And th- just a nice holiday break. Just a nice holiday break. Make good sure good you family. Take some time off work and Don't work. Relax. Do less. Do nothing. Maybe read a bit. Reading's been really good for me. Um, and Louise will probably say get in the gym because that's important too. But whatever you do, have a great break and we look forward to seeing you in the first week, the second week of uh, January 2020. Sounds good. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you hit the subscribe button in your podcast player or the link in today's episode notes. Why not share the podcast with your networks? After all, 62% of our subscribers come from word-of-mouth recommendations and social shares. You could also leave us a five-star review and some kind words in the iTunes store. If you love what we do each week and want to support the show, you should join our growing community of Patreon supporters or consider becoming a show sponsor. To learn more about all of that, just head to humansofpurpose.com. 